Hey, I'm a student from Chisholm Trail Middle School. I'm in sixth grade, and I'm talking about the LGBTQ club and how we passed a severe law that we had where you could fire somebody just for them being in the LGBTQ club or supporting it, or you wouldn't get a job if you did those two. So that's what I'm working on, and here it is. Tell me a little bit more about what you did to help the um, community, uh, the LGBTQ community, and helping them bypass that law. Absolutely. So um, I've been involved with activism in the LGBTQ community for about four and a half years now. And um, with that, we um, it's, it's taken on a couple different looks. Uh, one of the things that we were able to do was get involved here in Olathe with the city council and the former mayor, uh, Mayor Copeland, and work with them on passing what's called a non-discrimination ordinance. Um, we call it an NDO for short. And what that does is guarantee that um, there are certain protections available to all people in Olathe and that um, if you um, were sitting in a restaurant and um, if you were part of the LGBTQ community and you were there with your same-sex spouse, um, that that restaurant owner couldn't kick you out because they didn't like that, um, that they couldn't refuse you service, all of that. Um, there were a lot of great, um, you know, protections that that weren't afforded to people in the LGBTQ community through our local laws. So we worked with the city council and the mayor, and we spent a couple of years um, going back and forth with them. And then we got that passed um, a year ago last December, December wow. of uh, 2019. So um, that was really exciting. And that was um, a lot of hard work and a lot of people in the Olathe community came out to speak in support of it. People who were part of the LGBTQ community and then people who were allies. Um, my husband and I, we got involved in this fight after um, our son, who was actually a sixth grader at Chisholm, um, when he came out to us as um, a, being gay when he was in sixth grade. And uh, we decided that we wanted to do what we could to make sure that he had the same experience as anyone else um, in the community. And so that was, that was part of the uh, work that, that we wanted to get done. And so getting the, that NDO passed was a huge piece of that. Yeah. And I bet your son is very, very happy. Yes, he was very happy. It was a, it was a, it was a great night when that was passed and, you know, there's still a lot of work to do at both the local and the state level, but, um, but it was a huge win for us. Yeah. Uh, so the first question that I'm going to ask is, what would you say to other kids or teens that are trying to come out and tell their parents or family? Yeah, absolutely. First off, I want to tell, you know, any students or kid, kids um, that, you know, any decisions they make are up, up to them. So who they want to talk to, that's up to them. When they want to share that information, that is up to them. They should never feel pressured to have to, um, 
come out or make a statement that, that doesn't feel right to them, to anyone. Um, and when they do, if, if there's something, you know, that they're uh, working through and they come to a realization, they need to find just a trusted adult, maybe a teacher, maybe a counselor, maybe your parents, maybe your parents' friends, maybe an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, even just an older sibling. Find somebody that they really trust um, and feel comfortable with and uh, have, you know, make sure that you find that support system because it's so important um, to to have people that um, you know love you and support you, and they are out there. You can find them. I promise you, you that anybody uh, who who needs that, you can find it. Whether it's in your school or your family, there are people out there who were who are loving and supportive, even if they just meet you. Yeah, that was unbelievable what you just said and how we or they shouldn't rush themselves and to make them just feel comfortable inside until they want to tell somebody and get it off their shoulders. I think that's really a good step for us. Absolutely, there is no rush. There's no perfect timeline. Um, there's no need to have anything decided or or to uh you know make big proclamations to anyone at any certain time you just keep you know keep living who you are and being who you are and all those answers will come and your support system will grow around you so yeah yep. okay so question number two how much do you think what you did impacted Alisa majorly um I think that all the work that was done around the NDO um, made a pretty big difference because it brought together so many people in the community that otherwise wouldn't wouldn't have met. Um, people found out about what was going on, showed up to the city council meetings in support. And I met people in different parts of Olathe that I had never met before. And we've, you know, we've formed kind of a bond over the whole experience. And it's really great when you find other people who are wanting to make your community as loving and as safe as possible. So I think that um, impact really made a difference. I think it also, um, it showed that when we come together for the right things, you know, we can, um, we can make change, we can uh, make progress. And so um, having those laws in the books is a huge step for a city like Olathe um, that maybe tends to have a little bit different of a past where um, uh, maybe not as welcoming to different types of people as they should have been. Um, but having that on the books now really kind of gives our community, it says that everyone is welcome here. And um, it shows that there are a lot of people in this area. Um, even I mean, we had a lot of people come and speak up in support of the NDO that didn't even really have any close friends or family who were part of the LGBTQ community. They just didn't like the idea that this wasn't part of who our community was. So that was really, it was really neat to see people stand up and fight for something that didn't affect them at all. It didn't, you know, it wasn't hurting their lives for this law to not exist. 
but um, that, that type of change, it does have a ripple effect. And I think it's made people feel more comfortable in speaking up anytime they see something that they don't feel is right um, in the community. And I think it's kind of helped, um, helped people know that they can't, that there are other like-minded individuals in Olathe who want to show support um, and given them kind of a way to, to do so. So yeah. I, I hope that it continues to uh, make, make Olathe even a more welcoming community. Yep, me too, definitely. It is good to know that people are just, that respect them and are not even close to them or able to speak up and help you guys surpass that law. So question number three, how did you help Olathe bypass that awful law? Um, so how we started Olathe, the city of Olathe has something called the Human Relations Commission, which is kind of a group of um, citizens who are, who are appointed by the mayor and they talk about um, ways that Olathe can be more accepting and can really celebrate the diversity of its community. Um, so my husband and I started going to those meetings and finding out um, what type of diversity was this group celebrating and what were they doing to be inclusive of the LGBTQ community as part of that diversity. And uh, what we found out was they weren't really doing anything. Um, so we're like, okay, hey, you know, you realize that there's a lot of people in Olathe who identify as LGBTQ and they deserve support and recognition as well. And um, so through that, uh, awareness that that was kind of brought up through the Human Relations Commission, we discussed the need for the legal protections. And um, so the Human Relations Commission worked on a statement of support for passing the NDO. And um, we also, my husband and I met with former Mayor Copeland. We met with our city councilman and talked about why we thought this was important why it was necessary for the city to, to enact this uh, non-discrimination ordinance and, um, and really kind of pushed on like, like we're not gonna let this go. Like this is something that needs to get done and it needs to be brought up. And um, so after the recommendation from the Human Relations Commission came to the city council, we started showing up in, and putting out the word to get people to show up and speaking at the city council meetings every other week. So the city council meets twice a month in Olathe and at every meeting we would sign up to speak. And depending on how many people were there, sometimes I think we only got like, I think it was like 27 seconds one week because there were so many people. Um, at the beginning, we had more like three to five minutes to be able to kind of make our case. But um, we did that. We showed up for, it was like from January until it was passed in December. Um, twice a month, we were there. We were speaking up um, along with a whole lot of other people around the community. And that constant pressure and um, letting you know the city council know that this was not an issue that was going away is really kind of what pushed it pushed it forward. So that's amazing that you were just able to go up with your husband and speak, and then just 
a bunch of people later came through and just started speaking and about the LGBT community. I think that's really great for people that support support and are part of the LGBTQ club. It was really cool. And it was really uh, neat. Our son spoke one time, he spoke once or twice, I can't remember, but he spoke um, in front of them too, you know, and he is not a big public speaker. He's a performer, but he doesn't like to speak like that. And he got up there and shared his story and really pushed on, you know, why he as, as a teen thought it was important. Um, and how it made him feel as a part of the LGBTQ community. And that was, and there were other uh, teens that spoke as well. And it was, you know, it's very powerful when you hear the young people standing yeah. up for what they believe in and, and sharing about why um, it matters to them and how it affects their lives. Well, that's amazing. Good for your son. I think that really got out to everybody and even got out to him about, wow, I really did this and I made a change to Alesa. Yeah. Okay, so. Why do you think people dislike the LGBTQ club community or just don't respect them as much as other people? Yeah, I think um, for a lot of people, they just don't have the experience or the wide enough circle of friends or really get to know people well enough to really understand that, um, you know, people are people and um, people who are part of the LGBTQ community deserve as much love and respect as people who aren't. And I, unfortunately, I think when people don't understand that, it's because they um, get scared of people who are different than them. And um, I think, you know, everybody kind of, we all kind of like what we know and what we feel comfortable with. And sometimes going outside of our own comfort zones can be scary and can be hard. Um, sure. But, you know, I think that's, I think that's a big thing is just that they don't realize like you, they, there are people in their lives who are part of the community that, you know, they could get to know and get to love even deeper if they just allowed themselves to um, be a little bit more open-minded on, on uh, what's going on, you know? Um, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't think they know somebody who's part of the community, which is probably not true. They probably just don't know that they do. Um, but I think, you know, getting to know members of the LGBTQ community is the best way for people who, um, who, who aren't comfortable and don't really understand. I think that's the best way for people to learn and yeah. to, uh, to recognize that, you know, everybody, everybody deserves love and respect. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming on Zoom and answering yeah. a few questions that I have. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be able to do so. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was great. And I really, um, you know, good luck with your project. And I am just, I'm so pleased that I was able to be a part of this. It's an important issue for everybody. And um, I think it's really awesome. You've got a great teacher there who's yeah. helping you guide, guide you through this. And uh, best of luck to you, Jaden. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it. That's my podcast that I made.
yet again, I'm in sixth grade, so it's not really the best, and I'm still learning. And I hope you understand more about the LGBTQ club and how we surpass that law and how it comes into every single state with just one single county. Just having that one law that makes everything change. And that is what we like to see. And so there it is. Bye.